And welcome to the spookiest episode of the year of Stan- Spook by Your Band. Uh, I am, of course, Tom Takar, and I am joined. I, I I should say, I should give myself my nickname, as we know, the Werewolf of Dog Street. <laughs> uh, I was once the Wolf of Dog Street for some reason. Uh, I am joined by the Prince of Snarkness himself. Tommy McNamara. Or for this episode, Tommy, Tommy. Some Devil McNamara. Because that was the name of Dave Matthews' solo album. It, oh, yeah, that's are scary. <laughs> Some Devil McNascara. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are, of course, of course, uh, joined by Patrick Monahan today. Uh, Patrick Monahan, please. Ooh, that's Monahan. great. Monahan. Bonahan. Bony hand. <laughs> that's not really a scary thing. Uh, bony hand? Have you ever shooken one? Shaken one? That's Reminds a common me of uh, my ex-wife. <laughs> Just kidding. She's very fat. She's overweight. Uh, Old for edit. That's not the kind of show we do. Hey, guys. I was just thinking, I, 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 what we should just do is, can we just scrap the Dave Matthews thing and just do Bobby Boris Pickett as my band that I want to defend? Yes. And, the singer <laughs> of the Monster Mash. That, that would be great. He's got about 10 other songs that are all trying to approximate the Monster Mash, and they're just sort of like... Uh, this is me and my mummy, and uh, this one's like called a... the Monster Swim. Yeah, and, there's one uh, we're at the pool. Yeah, there's yeah. one straight up called the Werewolf Watusi, which I think is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> you know, he went to somebody and was like, "All right, here it is. Okay, I know you know me from the Monster Mash. You know I'm going to stay in the same area, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I got a little more mileage out of this Werewolf Watusi." And like, "Wow, real great, Bobby. That's cool, man." My friend uh, Connor Sullivan on LA just wrote a screenplay about Bobby Boris Pickett because apparently it's a very sad life. <laughs> Dude, he, somebody was telling me, Branson Reese, do you guys know him? On, yeah, on, yeah. yeah he, so he was telling me uh, uh, on Twitter, he said that uh, there's video of uh, Bobby Boris Pickett, like, right after, like, or he was just like, well, Elvis once told me this is the dumbest song he'd ever heard. <laughs> well, I'm still alive, Elvis. That was like his big slam. <laughs> That's so funny. Is that I lived longer than that you? That is like, the worst <laughs> argument of all time. <laughs> and then apparently he died six months later. That's so good. It's like a Homer. Uh, it's like a Homer Simpson thing, yeah. though. It's like, oh yeah, if this is dumb, how come you're dead? It's like those are not related things. Kurt Cobain told me I'd never make it as a musician, but here we go. Well, it's not my head that got blown off by uh, Dave Grohl and Courtney Love working in concert. Whoa, Whoa. Dave Grohl was part of it. You think? I don't know, I'm just yeah. more like Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> is that scary? Kind of. Yeah, Gruel sounds scary. I think uh, we should get right into my favorite. The only thing I think of when I think of Dave Matthews being from Chicago. Yes. Uh, we're talking about Dave Matthews' band today and the iconic Dave Matthews story. Yes. If you're a Chicagoan, is that the And if bus. you're someone who hates Dave Matthews, this is a big thing, it's too. It's a go-to story. Is, Even uh, if you like Dave Matthews, it's a good story. <laughs> they, yes. Their tour bus, they were going through Chicago, and they dumped... 800 pounds of toilet waste onto the Chicago <laughs> River. And I heard that's what Tommy did the crowd tonight at his show. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the end. <laughs> and not only, that would be horrible enough, but it also landed on a boat tour. <laughs> Which I think is good. <laughs> no, those boat tours are fun. What are you talking about? I think those people deserve to die. <laughs> Did they die? <laughs> I think that would be a bigger story if they died. <laughs> they killed or they sank a boat. <laughs> With turds. That's pretty... No, the, uh, st- the story is people, like, their clothes got ruined, and some people threw up and got sick because they were covered in Dave Matthews. Uh, yeah, it's like, I'm covered from my little feet to my little hands. <laughs> little feet, little hands. I little bet baby. that somebody was able to sell a little bit of that shit, though. 
You know what I mean? Like on eBay or whatever. And I bet somebody was Dave's like, shit. "Prove us is Dave's." But then, yeah, it was. Hey, by the way, that reminds me. I'm going to be selling some of Dave Matthews' shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's in a pair of panties, but <laughs> I'll be selling it on eBay later. But they uh, so they ended up settling. Uh, the guy they're. The tour bus driver ended up getting like a bunch of a big fine, a bunch of money probation, and then they donated like five hundred thousand dollars to the Chicago River to start the healing process. Maybe you don- yeah, donate to those people on that boat. Yeah, uh, right. yeah for real. It is funny that like you're like all I got to do is take a eight hundred eight hundred pounds. Yep. Is that all I got to do is get rained on by eight hundred pounds of shit, and that's worth five hundred G's. Well, my favorite thing was I'd take that yeah, as deal. long as it's not all at once. Like as long as it doesn't kill me. I know a lot of cam yeah. girls who would take that deal. <laughs> oh, so they, in the story, it says that the people were given refunds, which I think is so <laughs> like, covered. They're like, we got this for free because we have a library card. <laughs> it's like this was free. I, 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 okay. All right. To make it fair, you guys can shit on us. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always why, uh, when I was growing up, and my friends would go to Dave Matthews concerts, they always played at Alpine Valley in Wisconsin because it's like they weren't allowed in Chicago because of that incident. Because of that, really? Yeah. Which I, is, is that true that I, they weren't allowed? I don't think they were. Like, I don't think that's right. I don't think like the mayor. That was so like the, the mayor high actually rumor. said, "You're finished in this town." <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. It's one of the few times that's actually true when I, someone has threatened. And you know, Chicago say. law. If yeah. you say that, it is <laughs> illegally binding. That's right. No matter who holding, says it. He was holding a Tommy gun. I assume that's just how <laughs> business is still done in Chicago. Yes, a hundred percent. You know, at a high level. Um, yeah, yeah. It's tough to be. You don't want to be the punchline of a story like that. You just like you bury that information. You just don't. If let you were on know the boat, yeah, it's like yeah. nope, not fun. Not funny enough to be worth it. Oh, have we read shit. stories from those people at all? As I feel like that was just one of those stories. Would you agree that, to be interviewed? I don't think I would by name. I'm going to Google really. Well, they do those articles have... where they're like, you won't believe what the people from the shit boat look like now. <laughs> <laughs> they're clean. They were sexy before. <laughs> yeah. Like at least like the Kings of Leon, you know the story about them where they get like the seagulls. So. Like they had to like cancel a concert because there were so many seagulls that were shitting on I them. I think we did talk about like, that. Getting in, in their episode. mouth and eyes and stuff. <laughs> yes, and they had yeah, to like yeah, stop. Yeah. So I mean, they're trying to get through like sex on fire and they're like, no, nope, we got to. <laughs> Or use somebody or whatever. Well, that's fun when it's the band. Yeah, at least they're like millionaires. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. funny, you know. But if you're just some random schmuck and like a fan with like a fanny pack on, and it's like, oh, now, I'm, <laughs> well, my vacation is ruined. Yeah. Uh, Were you a yeah. big, uh, big Dave concert goer in your youth? I, you know, I, I wasn't. I, um, he got, he, I say, they got big uh, when I was probably about twelve or thirteen, maybe mm-hmm. I want to say ninety five, ninety six. So, um. I wasn't old enough then to go to any of this stuff. And yeah, then it yeah, was yeah. kind of like a cultural thing. I grew up in Connecticut, so it was like ground zero for yeah, that kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah. Oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> Fairfield County, Connecticut. You know it. Uh, and um, like I, I wasn't cool enough to go or to want to go to concerts, really. like I didn't really go to a lot of concerts until like, I went to college. Well, Dave especially was the, the popular kid. Like concert, the thing. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And... Like I, I've gone since. Like I went like after when I was like in law school. I went when I was like uh, maybe like 2008, That's maybe so much 2007. Worse. <laughs> but it was well, we didn't like do like the high school shit. You know what I mean? But it was it was fun. Like you know, I can't, like that's like a. I draw a line between like jam band you have to be on drugs to enjoy yes and dave which is like just about the outer bound of like okay this song is like 11 minutes long it's not like 20 minutes long yes, for sure yeah, and like, yeah, yeah they're jamming but they there's still melody it's though. not just like a guy playing the drums that's you know fair. for like four minutes or whatever um so that's kind of my 
There's a couple of bands like that that yeah. I kind of, you know, because like, I cause I can't say I disavow that kind of music because I don't, but uh, like I don't want to go see, um, I don't know, Widespread Panic or something. You know what I mean? One of those like sort of less, like, like or like Grateful Dead, like I have no interest in that. Not yes. that they're exactly the same, but like the kind of like jammy, like zone out. I'm the fish. Same way. I mean, yeah, yeah. forget it. No thanks. <laughs> did did you best. ever go to see Dave? Like, uh, no, I have a bunch of friends who did, and I, I at some point in this episode, I have uh, some stories to read from friends. Okay, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I went to see him. I went to a Dave Matthews weekend. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, I think I should preface all my opinions with this. You stayed guess, for a while. <laughs> stay, <laughs> for, stay, 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 stay for a while. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pepper these in. This I know I love it. I love it. I do love it. Um, yeah, uh, we should have made this our uh, fuck. I was either gonna say 41 or 42. Oh yeah, 41. 41. 41. it's 41, yeah. right? I actually love that song. <laughs> oh, the thing is, I should say up top, I really like a lot of Dave Matthews band yeah. music. I I I think he's a good guy. I I really like him. He seems like his head screwed on. He seems like right a way. good man to me. He's off the like heroin, him. it would seem, based on how he looks. You know, because it was always kind of is he skinny Dave or fat Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he started in Charlottesville, and you had a fun weekend there last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Uh, <laughs> got into a couple scuffles. <laughs> Some of these punks, um, yeah, um, yeah. No, it, it, to me, it's like it, it's like a good memory for me because it takes me back to like you know, like I, I wasn't like a cool guy in high school, but I enjoy you know, I enjoyed growing up where I grew up, you know. So like, it's it's hard for me not to be like, oh, this is kind of you know, like it's you know, like I get in, like at that mode. Like sometimes when I'm on Metro North, when I'm going back to Connecticut for the weekend or whatever, yeah, I'll like listen to like the high school stuff oh, just totally. to kind of get like revved up for that. Sure, of. he uh, would come to like a big. There was like a big park that he would come to in Indiana, uh-huh. and that's where I saw him for the weekend. I, I want to say Noblesville, Indiana, where you could just go camp out for a weekend, and it was like a weird experience. And I had a buddy who's a comedian named Josh Cox, ah. who has begged us to do this episode many a time, and I've told <laughs> well, him he he's not famous show, enough. Right? Uh, no, yeah, he did on the live show, which we lost, unfortunately, but we're going to do plenty more. Speaking of which, we should plug it early. We're doing a live episode of this show, November sixth at ten p.m. ten p.m. at Union Hall. Election we have incredible night. comedians: Josh Gondelman, Joe Zimmerman. Uh, who else? We have Sean Patton. Joe Firestone Joe will be our guest Firestone judge. Firestone is a guest judge. Who I love so much. It's going to be a battle of the bands. We've got bands like Coldplay and Moody, uh, Spin, Spin Doctors. There's going to be Spice fun Girls, ones. Bieber. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. So, come, so to come to that. We would love to see you there. Tickets are cheap as hell right now. They're 7 bucks online if you get them in, in advance. $10 a day of. It is going to be fun as fuck. I'm, yes. Guaranteed. I can't wait for it. But anyways, uh, come out to that. But yeah. Our buddy, our buddy Josh Cox, uh, dragged me to a Dave Matthews Band weekend, <laughs> and I like Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate him, but I, I've like, there are not many things that I like enough to do a weekend. Oh, weekend is yeah. a big commitment. Yeah, I think that's what why if, I never saw Dave. It's like it always seemed like it was something like that. Like there was a camping element, and I hate camping. Yeah, yeah, and I just hate. That it whole just thing. seems like what have you done a weekend of of <laughs> entertainment? Yeah. Like, what if a Star Is Born was like? Do you want to see a Star Is Born weekend? <laughs> no, you're so fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what movie I love that I'd still be like, I don't need a whole weekend, like Toy Story, or like <laughs> just a Woody weekend. I guess that people do Disney World weekends, but even that, I'm like six hours is enough. Yeah. You know, I don't need more than yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like Disney would be fun to go to. 
as an adult just like is like oh this is i would be like impressed by how it's run more than anything i think is like it's not really yeah. like a fun thing anymore they got rid of alien encounter which i it's a whole thing for me i'm pissed off now it's a lilo and stitch ride not nearly as scary you know anyway Damn. um i got a whole disney thing now um <laughs> but uh no it's true yeah i i the the place that they used to do it in uh in connecticut it's i mean it's still there it's called the meadows in hartford and it was like a outdoor amphitheater and so people would like sit on the uh kind of like a hill and then there was like another tier of tickets that was like had seats under like a band shell type thing and that was like the standard sort of yeah. dave show in high school did you have any like uh did you have any encounters with anyone there like did you ever because it seemed like kind of a hookup-y place too like it seemed like a lot of shit was going on there it seemed like there was a lot of like hot people there, then I felt weird being there when I was there. Yeah, it, well, it's like it's, hot young people there. Yeah, and I was young too, but I was like, I probably still shouldn't be here. I mean, it's weird because it's like the music festival as a thing has been like co-opted, where it was like a counterculture, like not cool people thing, yeah, or like not like superficially cool, and now it's like the total opposite of that. Now it's like those people cosplaying as. Like hippies or whatever, depending on where you go or what thing yeah. you go to. That's so like, like Lollapalooza used to be, I thought very cool, and now it's like 100 percent EDM, and it's like yeah, I went like this year. This it was yeah. fun, but there was definitely music where I was like, I don't need to hear any. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you know? for or, sure. Or like, my buddy dragged me to like Playboy Cardi at the end, and that's like a he's like a hip hop guy, I guess. That's dating a Azalea. That's all I know Ooh. about this stuff. And it was just like he was like doing the gunshot noise constantly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and just yelling like and so and it's like this guy has like total contempt for this audience it feels like or he just knows he's playing like Ugh. this part where it's like this is scary i like this you know type thing i did i was trying to find it someone on my facebook post said that they saw two people having sex like next to them at the first day of matthew's show they went to really yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i definitely was like people are hooking up here i had a bad experience where like I think somebody was trying to hook up with me at one, like a person I knew was yeah. at one, and I didn't know they were there, and they ran into me in the fields or whatever. <laughs> you know, there's just like fields there. That yeah. was also one of my first edible experiences. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do edibles. That'll be the fun thing for me here. And then I was just like, this is... I, I was just like high, body high, and I was like listening to me. Here's the thing. I actually had a pretty good time. Yeah. But a lot of the people there, I was like, I shouldn't. I'd feel weird being here. You know, it's a very funny thing to have if you were having a bad time at. Yeah, like if you get dumped at like the beginning of a Dave show and stay at the Dave show, <laughs> stay, that's stay, just stay. like <laughs> that's just like I'm thinking about like, like all this like goofy like <laughs> and you're just like all right, well, you're like this is bullshit. Grease is gone. Uh, <laughs> my grease is gone. <laughs> I'm still here listening to shit. Um, yeah, I uh, I was reading an, uh, a Medium article, you know, where people go to yeah, write man. coherent and good arguments, yes. medium.com. That's right. <laughs> but I was reading an argument from somebody who was shitting on Dave Matthews, and it was somebody who was like, yeah, I used to love Dave. And it was supposed to like come from this snobby perspective, where it was like, I thought that he was great. I listened to him in my little tweeny, like, semi-sexual thing it's like just enough to get like tweens turned on which is why you hear dave matthews played in tommy's bedroom all the time but like <laughs> but uh no ah. I, it was like this is perfect for me then and then i grew out of it because i listened to it for 10 years religiously and then i was at a dave matthews band weekend and then after that and i loved it and then my boyfriend broke up with me and now i hate them and it's yeah. like 
Yeah, it sounds like mostly you were mad because you're very good analysis. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seems like you would have stayed right on that train. It's the first thing that comes up when you Google Dave Matthews Band sucks, and it was like this long ass medium article for no reason. But it felt very much like the reason a lot of people hate Dave Matthews is because it's cool to hate Dave Matthews. It's kind of it is kind of like a Nickelbacky type. Like to me, it's a little hacky and and like so much more unfair. Yeah, because I think like Nickelback. Look, if you love Nickelback, they're good come at, on the they're show. Good at making, they're good at making records <laughs> and sell a lot of records. I mean, yeah, like, but you know. they don't even sell that many records Not now. Not anymore, yeah. But, like, Dave Matthews has been prolific, kind of, and, like, been touring for a long time with similar success for a lot of the time. And, I, like, even Josh Cox wrote on the Facebook tip. We'll get to the Facebook eventually, but, like... Um, even people were like, I, I didn't listen to the new thing, but I still, but people still click with that shit. Did, were you ever in like the hardcore phase? I feel like almost everybody I know has gone through a phase of like, I love this a little bit. Uh, I would say like freshman year of college, there was a lot of guys in my hall who were really into it. And I kind of got into them, like into the, uh, like, yeah, into songs like 41 and that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, this is actually good. I kind of yeah. had that phase. I, I never saw him or anything, but I definitely had, had moments for sure. I mean, the library is just so big that it's yeah. so hard not to click with any of it at all, ever. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, those first three albums are like, um, the first three, like, main studio albums, you know, are, are like, are, I, I don't know. I think that, like, there's probably some single that you would find that you don't hate, unless you just hate that kind of, I don't know. I don't even know what to call that kind of music, but, like, they're not all the same jammy kind of, you know what I mean? Like, not every song is two step or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, they're all yeah. different. I so, definitely hate, uh, there are songs that I hate. Uh, what do you hate? Uh, too much. I hate. Interesting. Okay. Not a tripping Billy's fan. There, I, I was like on the fence about Dave Matthews for a while, yeah. and then um, I got really into him a little bit. My sister was really into him, and then that kind of got me into him, like my older sister. Yeah, yeah. And then Josh Cox actually got me a little more because he would show me deep cuts. You were radicalized. <laughs> That's how you were I, radicalized. I was. He's at Tifa. I've never been. <laughs> I was never hardcore, but I was like, I do appreciate this. When Josh Cox showed me the song about uh, his sister being murdered, uh, you know oh, what I'm which about? is a crazy the, story. The murder story about yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a song called "I Did It." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged. Oh dear, dear, do you think I've gone? <laughs> That's too one of the songs far? I hate. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are kind. Of, yeah, those are. I mean, no, so much to say is kind of along those lines. No. That I, I, yeah, those are not my favorite. It's a, it's a song called "Shotgun." That's yeah. it's very good. It's about his sister getting you know uh murdered uh suicided or it's a terrible story but like yeah. that song is so big and cox kind of sold it to me as like hey he plays this song so rarely and then you'll hear him start into it and then start something else and it almost felt to me it was like that i like that rare quality in music where it's like oh shit that's like a holograph holographic charizard of music <laughs> Yeah, Which is a good yeah. way to talk about someone's song about their sister dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Does like it, Pokemon. Doesn't play this one because it's too painful. <laughs> Bad memories. Yeah, there, there are a lot of bands that do that where it's like, oh, man, they never play this song. We're yeah. so lucky, man. This is sick. And that's how I feel like a lot of Dave fans go to shows. They're yeah. like, oh, my God, he played that one song. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's uh, it's like a lighter version of the fish thing, which is like an insane psychosis that I will never understand. <laughs> yeah. Going to like four shows in a row and like critiquing every little thing. You know what I mean? It's just like... I. I don't care enough this much about anything. Like I don't care about anything this much. It doesn't it yeah. doesn't matter to me. You know, like I like when the fish cover of Sabotage from Hampton Comes Alive. That's fine. 
Ooh, I like I bouncing around the room. Yeah. I, did too. I like farmhouse, which is like an attack on fish fans. Is the only one I can play on guitar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, it's just it's, I mean, I, same thing with like yeah. I mean, Dave is generally like it's there's not a lot of stuff that's like shocking that you would hear. With that is like the one that never the yeah that I remember being like you're never gonna hear this live probably unless you go to like a shitload of shows. Yeah. I I like that element of it. I really like the collector edition sort of idea. Well, you get to feel like you're lucky when you leave the show. Yeah. Like the first Mountain Ghost show I went to, they ended with Denton, and they don't always play Denton, I guess, but maybe they play it more now. But like, I was like, thank God. Hail Satan. Yeah, Yeah, because that was like, that's like pure joy at the end of a kind. Then you all just go back out into the night, and that's the end of it. But yeah, I used to be like going to a Cubs game and seeing them win. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, people? Um. Oh man! Oh yeah, I found that uh, that comment I wanted to read, which yeah, is yeah, uh, Steve Winchell, uh, who's great, said uh, I saw them in 2007 in Hartford. Uh, I might have been at that at one of those, <laughs> if not that show. One I was sitting shows. on the lawn, and the couple next to me were having kind of discreet sex oh, during yeah, that the was show. Me. No, it was not. Me. <laughs> After the concert, I realized my car was towed. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect. That's Dave a Matthews. perfect Dave Matthews. <laughs> I had a Dave Matthews experience. Like I said, so I started this story a little bit ago, but I ran into somebody I knew from like college or something, and there was like, she was like, "Come over to our tents or whatever," and then I I went over and. Uh, I just like had a couple beers and they're drunken ass weird hacky sack circle or whatever. And then on my walk back, I'm like lit up. I'm I've it's the one of the first times I've ever been high. Like I like ate an edible or whatever. I'm walking back and there's this campsite where they're like just these guys everybody's just interactive and yeah. you're used to it. This guy yells at me, he goes, You got on two shoes. Oh yeah, I read this story. <laughs> I was like yeah, I was just like happy or whatever, and he goes, "Most people got one shoe," and I was like, "All right," and then he goes, "You gay for having two shoes on," and I was like, "This has been a perfect Dave Matthews yeah. experience of like you're kind of an asshole, but also you were being for a second. I thought this was a community, like, right, 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 right. Oh, right, you're gonna be in a frat later, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 or yeah. now, yeah. or you, or you are now, yeah." yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was brutal. Uh, yeah, so let me do this now. To get to their drunken vibe, I, I knew I had some friends who had been arrested at Dave Matthews concerts, so I reached out to them, and Man, I'm going to tell these stories uh, without giving names, but I'm going to read some text verbatim. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I texted my friend, and I said, you got arrested at Dave once, right? And he said, I sure did. And I said, will you tell me a story? And he said, took a limo up to Alpine with some buddies. We were drinking vodka from water bottles. When we got there, I was walking through the tailgate with one of them when a couple of golf carts filled with cops pulled up. I don't remember why, but while they were talking to us, one of the cops yelled, this one's getting squirrely on us <laughs> about my friend. And he said, uh, next thing I know, I'm face down in the mud being manhandled by three cops. They strapped me into the golf cart like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> they bring my friend and I back to concert jail, which is some fences connected to a Winnebago. <laughs> they started uh, questioning us, asked how many drinks he had. Uh, he said he hadn't had that many, and then he blew a point three zero, which is uh, that's pretty high. Uh, he was. I was being aggressive towards my other cellmates and the concert cop, so they handcuffed my arms and legs to a picnic table for the duration of the concert. My mom had to drive two hours to pick me up. And then the last sentence is, I still had my braces. <laughs> <laughs> so a kid with braces literally handcuffed arms and legs to a table. That's the Dave Matthews experience. That's uh, that is a perfect Dave Matthews experience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We I, should... Oh, yeah. Yeah, one ahead, more. And one more. Uh there's another friend. Um, this is my friend telling a story about his fiance. <laughs> uh, Dave played uh, 
in like 2006 on a weeknight, and uh, she got so drunk her parents had to come and take her out of the show via wheelchair because she was puking and couldn't walk, <laughs> which I think is, yeah, it's all, and then... Uh, There's nobody that can help you other than your parents in that situation? A lot of times it seems like parents Brutal. had to come to these shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just uh, a lot of beer bongs and underwear for hours, and then uh, one more friend said... Uh, I walked around the tailgate lot of the Dave show one year, chugging Soko until I passed out in my own vomit. Woke up two hours later in my car uh, because the horn was going off. <laughs> <laughs> my head was passed out with my head, and my head was honking the horn. <laughs> uh, I also proceeded to shit my pants. <laughs> Because uh, our other friend bet me that I couldn't eat 20 single McDonald's cheeseburgers before the show. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the people I associate with. <laughs> yeah, this is more of a standby Tommy's friends. <laughs> I mean, how, like, you're setting yourself up for something to go wrong. There's no, like, hey, we're going to go in this place where there's a crowd, not a lot of easy access to bathrooms. Let's just eat a bunch of burgers. Yeah, that right could before. be your review of any, whatever you experienced that night. That's the headline. You know, it's not, you you could be like, yeah, I went to go see uh, Mozart tonight. <laughs> I ate twenty hamburgers before. <laughs> yeah, Mozart came back to life out of the grave. I gave it a D plus because I ate twenty hamburgers. Everyone before. kept giving me dirty looks because I had shit in my pants and refused to leave. That was not a. I'm not missing this. You People say tape fans are friendly, but yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who got arrested at a, at a, in college at a similar thing way out, way out in Virginia, like the end of the line on the metro in DC. And uh, he was at a, like another daytime concert thing, and he was wasted, and he got just kind of like cordoned off by the police, and had to go. And he, I guess, was like feisty, and it was very not in character, like crazy story. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't believe it, and then he got put in the, like the local jail. They had. He woke up. He came to consciousness. Like he came. He, he, he woke up. He was strapped to like similar things. Strapped to like a chair in the jail, and they showed him his jacket. You know, like he has a jacket. Yeah, you know, yeah. He got expunged and all that, so it doesn't matter. But like, and he's got his hair in his face, and he's flipping off the fucking camera in the mugshot <laughs> for his mugshot. And that's it's amazing. like this is like a dude who's like a sophomore in college or whatever, and yeah. like that's just like. Obviously, if you're looking to get a job, you know it's like, oh my god, I can't. So I'd be like, now it's like, all right, like I, you know, I'm successful, I'm doing fine in life. How do I get my hands on this fucking mugshot? Oh shot? yeah, you need it's like it. The greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the real, the real punishment is that he couldn't find it. So uh, we should listen to Jared's yep. voicemail before we get too deep into this bad boy. We're already deep into it. Um, this is Jared Thompson from the Comedy Attic, a dear friend and foe of the podcast. Uh, he has some thoughts on Dave Matthews, and we're going to hear him right now. What's up, y'all? It's this week's thing went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Dave Matthews' band. I know some of the time on this podcast I have to do research about a band or an artist who I'm not familiar with, but we all already have our fully formed opinion of Dave Matthews' band. Um, my sister listened to them kind of before, like, you know, we lived in North Carolina, and they're from Virginia, so we were right near where they were, and so they kind of leaked out uh, where where I lived, sort of before the storm that came. Um, I think that my biggest thought here is, yes, they're not good. I mean, I don't think that really anyone who has like a a super sophisticated palate is going to listen to Dave Matthews band. Like you're not sort of popping in between great artists and then throwing on Dave Matthews band. I think it's 
pretty much for people who just never really dug very deep in music. Having said that, I do think that because the fans are so terrible, um, they kind of get wrongly lumped in with like other terrible bands um, that maybe they don't, I don't want to say it's quite Coldplay where they don't deserve the vitriol that we give them. They definitely shouldn't be considered good, but I don't think that they're as bad as some people make them out to be. It's the fans that kind of fuck everything up, which is kind of also true with like Fish and maybe a few other bands. Um, You know, I don't really think there's anything wrong with liking Dave Matthews Band. I just, I would say that people who obsess about them, who think that they're like the only band are really the problem. Like, it's sort of like an Alabama or LSU or Ohio State fan in football where, like, they just don't even realize that there's, like, other teams. They they just only really care about their one team. And I think Dave Matthews Band fans kind of fit in that category from time to time, which is um, – and I'm sure no one else uh, mentioned this, but they also shit in the river, which I don't know if was going to freak out on someone. He's not going to do shit to me, so I don't give a fuck. I'm going to talk about the river shit. So, all right, goodbye. <laughs> that was Jared Thompson from the beautiful comedy attic in Bloomington, Indiana, as we've established before. Um, so, so little, I, I would what say, do you think? well, one one thing about the distinction I think between something like a fish and something like a like a Dave is, like, first of all, everybody involved in both bands is good at playing their instruments, right? I think we can say that. Yes. Like, like it's not it's not a question of like talent or like you know skill at the actual like performance of music. I do think that Dave, they're able to construct a song that appeals to people in a way that like, it's not just like a weird, like recital the way that a lot of jam bands are where it's like, we get it. You're good at your instrument. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, there's like a hook and it's like fun to listen to. And I feel like that's like the difference for me. That's kind of where the, you know, I don't know where, if there's like a distinct line, but like, yeah, I mean, people that obsess with fish, that's fine. I just don't, I'm missing that part of the brain or whatever, or they haven't, or they're missing a part of their brain, whatever you want to look at. It's like, I just can't relate. It's like talking to an alien. You know what I mean? I love this. You know, I go every, you know, and it's just not, I mean, that's why I loved, uh, what's it called? Um, Analyze Fish. I thought it was like the greatest thing ever because it's like I don't understand. And it's like they never reach any kind of understanding, <laughs> you know? Harris Whittles famously yeah. murdered by Dave Grohl and Courtney Love. That's, that's right. true. Yep. The thing is like if the, we we struggle to have that type of band on the show, sometimes the jam, pure jam bands. Yeah. That's why I like Dave Matthews, though, is that I don't think it's only the live experience that's good. Right, right. You don't just need that. I think the studio stuff. I like a lot of the studio stuff that Dave mm. Matthews has done. Yeah, and I would say like if you compare them to like a like an OAR, for example, Love and Revolution? I constantly do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 OAR, like the live album. Opie I, and I remember. Revolution. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's where you just have to say racist stuff <laughs> into a mic at the same rhythm that they do while having sex in the front pew of a church and uh, saying the mayor has been assassinated or what all those things together um but like oar is like like at least the early stuff is like like the like the live or the 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 like crazy game of poker like studio version is like so like limp and kind of mellow you know and then like the live one it's like oh this guy can actually sing it's just for whatever reason the way they were recording it it's like it's like they had the mic here and he's singing and it's like really far away for some reason maybe it's because they like didn't have any money and they didn't have like a studio set up yeah. or something but it, it, that like is a big difference, Dave. It's like there's like good production and stuff. Maybe to the end, like 
once they started doing like the like once every day came out, I feel like yeah, that oh, yeah. was like when it sort of started to take a turn and away from like you know that's where I sort of fell off. Like I bought every yeah. day, and then it was and then like no, I don't like every day. I like the there was like the Lily White sessions, which was like the the stuff that didn't come out that later came out as busted stuff or so. Oh, yeah, interesting. That was like a bootleg you could get for a while because I remember I got him like Kazaa or whatever and <laughs> probably said it was Billy Joel or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that that classic, was so funny. Classic was like, Kazaa. There's no interest like, in making the right. It was like, <laughs> if I had a million dollars, third eye blind. <laughs> yeah, right. Always, yeah. It's um, like, who are these psychos? Like, I, I have such a, I'm, I'm like not a messy person, but I'm not, like I have clutter in my apartment, but I am a freak about like computer stuff. I want everything to be tagged right. I spent like forever with my iTunes library. When I remember when I first yeah. like, set everything up, got to have all the right genres. None of this extra Man, crap. I remember. Disc one of one, disc two. Of, what a waste of time. Did you put in the genres? Yeah. Dude, that was that the yeah. one thing useless. In mine. I never used it. That once, was the I only category in mind that I was like, "Fuck!" I had a genre. I had already 80. gone through and corrected all the bands because it would do that thing where it would like put in like, th- like uh, sticking with Third Eye Blind. Apparently, uh, it would put in Third Eye Blind like as uh, the number three or the letters, and right. then I had to go through and fix yeah, you all fix of them. That. And then Tupac and Tupac, I'd have to switch. Like, Got to make the a choice. Two to two. Yeah. And then capitals were all a thing. And I did all that. And then I got the song does. And then it was like, genre? Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> well, genre, like, you, it falls apart because you would do, I would do so many things for like alt rock that it became meaningless. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like anything that wasn't like Metallica was like alt rock. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Tommy's was all power white or white power. <laughs> and it was like, which one is. I had a genre that was 80s, which section. makes no sense. <laughs> but I feel like the 80s is the only decade where you can just like say there's a genre of music. <laughs> well, it's just 80s you, music. Yeah, yeah. What would you say, Dave Matthews, is if you were filling out your iTunes library and you had. It was anything? definitely alt rock. Alt rock. Yeah. yeah, for sure. There's no other an- I don't have But a- as a fan of alternative rock, I don't know if it is. But I don't know what time, that even means, though. At it's the a time, nebulous. it was like soft. It was like ni- It was like modern soft rock. Yeah, I mean, I'm Which fully admitting that alt rock was just a catch-all because I didn't know what else to say. Alt rock is still a catch-all. Yeah, it's it's been a catch-all for so long. It's like alt comedy. It's like anything when people are like <laughs> alt. That's like that drawer. It's like your junk drawer or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like I guess batteries and toilet extra coupons go here. Like, but technically, alternative would be alternative to the mainstream, and Dave is like the most ma- mainstream rock of the nineties. So, I don't but think is it, it rock that like because it was in a time? Like, I think it was at the same time as this, a lot of stuff that was much harder. What's your, it. like, proto-alt? What's your, like, number one, like, if you had to, like, define alt-rock in one band? Poison. No. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alt-rock. Yeah, what would you say in there? Like, Pixies is what I think of as alt-rock, but is that indie? I would yeah, call I it said indie. indie. I would have said indie or indie rock or something, maybe. Yeah, Alt-rock, alt-rock yeah. to me, feels like that station where it's, like... Stuff like this and Fucking like, like Lifehouse. I don't, I don't know. But I, even, <laughs> I don't think Dave even fits in alt rock. Even pre like, but pre, what's that? I'm standing by that. I don't think Dave is alt rock. But what, where would you your put genre it? choice? I think it was. You just have to say rock. It just doesn't. But like, I think that that's that's like, uh, it's like a slight. How old are you? Thirty five. So I'm 30, and uh, Tommy is 17 still, and barely legal. <laughs> no. In what state? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you're a few years younger, right? Like 28. Yeah. You say, oh, two years younger. I still think there's like a little. I remember looking at the alt rock stations and being like, "This is where these things go," including like 
Third Eye Blind, like those all went into alt. What well, also for immediately some became something that had no meaning because like there was no. I think for a long time, rock becomes... meant like Aerosmith, yeah. and like you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. for a long time, it was like grunge, like all that fit into rock. Well, Love in an elevator. Well, grunge is grunge, and that makes it easy. Yeah, but even then, it was like it had to also for for radio station purposes. For a while, a lot of stuff was categorized weird. I remember alt rock being like I remember we had Direct TV. It's when we got direct or whatever it was before then, uh, Prime View or Prime Star. We had some weird ass TV thing, and we that was the first time as a kid when we had music stations. And I would put them on at in the nine hundreds or whatever, oh, and yeah. alt rock would be Dave Matthews. You know, like I don't know why. It's weird. It's just a term that yeah, it has no boundaries. Put on a weird costume to do its <laughs> thing. And, yeah, you have to wear a uh, you wear uh, one of those poncho things. Yeah, yeah. Know, that's yeah, that yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing because I guess now it would nowadays it would fit into rock because you know us millennials are so soft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it feels like soft rock to me though a little bit because it's not like the Dave, Dave shit never was like angsty you know it's mm-hmm. never like got any kind of rock element to it you know i would say like the watchtower cover is about as angsty as it gets, and that's a cover because he too. does all the yelling yeah um let's let's listen to a song before we go to facebook so that we can uh we can get a little bit of we can get a we can get a little taste of what we're talking yeah. about right now yeah oh what is this I, I, <laughs> this is I just got a reminder from Spotify that we need to vote. So, you know, vote. I don't like how every single app is like doing that right now. It's like, I am voting for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the funniest thing about I all, the, all those tech it. things, it's like, make sure to vote. It's like, but the subtext is, uh, well, for, if you're not, stay home if you're, you know, I mean, if you're happy with the way things are going, we, it's cool. Don't worry yeah, that's the it. thing. I'm in some like groups where it's like we're messaging people to vote or whatever. It's like, yeah, but. The people you want to vote. <laughs> right, right. Okay, first question. Uh, are you happy with the way things are? Like, uh, okay, uh, uh, have a good night, sir. You know, like, make sure to vote on the 7th. Yeah. Uh, or early? <laughs> uh, this is, uh, let's listen to a little ants marching. <laughs> I should point out earlier today, I was telling our buddy... Uh, former co-host of the show. Uh, or, oh, I wouldn't give him that. <laughs> yeah, I meant uh, guest co-host yeah. for what episode. Ousted co-host. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, he he got the job for one week and lost it quickly. <laughs> he was like, oh, you guys are doing Dave Matthews, man? <laughs> and then I was like, let's start the playlist. <laughs> This is fun. Yeah, I don't, you know, what's well, not, to, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, people have like a visceral thing and you can't really argue on any kind of rational level at that point, you know what I mean? But I think some people just straight up 
have associated this at this point with like that sucks or whatever. Yeah. And they don't actually listen to what it's happening at all. Well, it's also but, it's also weird because like it's not like party music. Yeah, it's like su- it would be super corny to go to a, to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just wouldn't hear anything by day. My buddies in Charlottesville like... really enjoy it, but <laughs> see, that's how you lean in. <laughs> uh, according to Song Facts, this song is about people who lead a monotonous life, doing the same things the same way day after day. They never take risks and are content living this way until they die. Matthews compares these people to ants who perform the same daily tasks over and over. It's kind of like a serial killer thing to say a little bit. Yes. Yeah. They're all like ants. I can destroy. It's like, yeah. okay, well, all right, man. Maybe, well, it's all, you know. it's uh, uh, Julian McCullough did this as his hate song. For right. Club, but he kind of pointed out that it is pretty condescending to be like, <laughs> yeah, all well, these people like, who didn't get very successful in music like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah lands, like, it's also like, Hey, if there's one thing that Dave Matthews band fans uh, are probably known for, it's uh, taking big risks and not fitting into the sort of <laughs> hey, cogs a, of wherever they, I took a big risk. I'm, I work at a bank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I left City to work at Morgan Stanley, okay? That wasn't easy. I I will say, not that this is an authority. Yes. But if you look up, Google and Wikipedia both list it as rock first, jam band second, jazz fusion third. Ooh. And alternative rock is the last thing listed after like seven others, including adult contemporary. Imagine the- Adult contemporary is where I, what I meant by alt. Also, I think they're the same thing. I sort of refuse to but accept that anything I like is adult contemporary, except for being ironically, because that really puts me in like, oh, I like department store music now. Like the stuff when I was yeah, young yeah, is yeah. now department store music. But Wait, yes, it is. <laughs> was there any part of you that thought that this wasn't department music? No, not but or like it's not or? like not like just explicitly like adult contemporary is such a like. Uh, I don't know how to like, like a graveyard a, of music. Yeah, I, like I mean, and I, look, I love. Don't get me wrong, I like department store music, but it's just not the like, like Richard Marx, like whatever. But like, I didn't like Richard Marx when I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, didn't, I never thought Richard Marx was cool when I was like four, fifteen. You know yeah. What I mean? So it's just difficult for me to accept. Man, I'm from that. Indiana. When I would hear music in the department store, I was like, now this is what's kicking. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and look, if it was like Steve Winwood, you were right. You know what I mean? That has not changed. <laughs> Back in the high life again, still good. <laughs> Finer things, still good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, um, let's see. Uh, Dave Matthews is the sole composer on this track, but it's one that shows the band off very well, lending itself on the live shows. Uh, Matthews refers to this song as their anthem. Damn. Interesting that he would. I'm surprised to hear that. To be honest. Yeah. I like to. I'm surprised to read that. A lot of, a lot of. Band- I can't read. I, <laughs> I have a disease where I can read words but not comprehend them as sure. I'm saying them. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I think I think a lot of a lot of like bands who are successful enough to not be in the point where like, oh yeah, we got the one hit. We know, you know what I mean. Like they usually don't like pick like, uh, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, except for Good Charlotte, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Blake One Eight Two. What is the Blake One Eight Two? The anthem uh, part two. Oh yeah, we really need to see that. Yeah, I it's that it. song where they're like, I "This is bomb. the anthem part two You heard it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, they performed this one on SNL uh, when they appeared on the show for the first time. That can great. You guys guess the host. Oh, can we get uh, one hint? Yes. Um, NBC Simpson. sitcom fame. Okay, so it was probably late nineties, like ninety-eight. Jonathan Silverman. I'll give, you the, I'll give you the year. I'll give you the year. 95. 
Okay, 95. Jennifer Aniston. Ted Danson. You were closer, Patty. Is it like, well, it's one of the other friends then. Uh, Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Courtney Cox. Okay, yeah. Very close. I would have also, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Mother guess. of Ted Danson, Josh terrible guest. But uh, wait, what did what, you say? Mother of Josh Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, was the, what was the music video she was in? Where Dancing was, in the Dark. That's right. And also, Long December from Counting Crows. Oh, true. Ooh, whose they were lead banging. singer we met. They that's weren't true. necessarily banging. He had a relationship with her and Jennifer Aniston uh, where he like may have just gone down on them. And by the way, it seems a little shitty to Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that till now. Well, Adam Durant has a little felt left out, you yeah. know. Yeah, we had that interview where he was like, "Why does everyone hate me?" Just because I like got like, oh, like you know, just because I got with it's like, yeah, it's because you got with hot girls, man. That's it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, we met him, and he was he was also with a hot lady that that night. He was a nice guy though. Yeah. He was nice, yeah. in that he took a picture with us. <laughs> <laughs> then he took a picture of us. <laughs> are, they, um, are they? Do they still? Perf- I guess they probably still perform, right? Counting crows every once in a while. They do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just him, at the, right? I mean, probably. I think they're together. Oh, no, yeah. They're, they're still group. together, yeah. Yeah. Um, we should go to Facebook now. We're, uh, we had a lot of Facebook feedback today. I mean, we knew this would happen. Again, I think we're going to do more than one of these episodes because there's so much to cover with Dave Matthews. Um, first off, Tommy started off. <laughs> I want to point out that you started off the feed with the uh, first person to ignore this comment and make a don't drink the water slash Chicago River poop joke gets an angry react. <laughs> and then <laughs> Kyle Ayers wrote uh, don't drink the water slash uh, uh uh, Chicago poop. And uh, I did give it the angry face. I was true to my word. <laughs> <laughs> I was, there was like three people I was trying to specifically do. Promises made. Promises when kept. you Google like Dave Matthews band sucks, I'll, so many of the it's things like the joke to make, yeah. are like, don't drink the water. Uh, Chicago River's got poop in there or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was the lead single off of off of the Before These Crowded Streets, right? Wasn't Don't Drink the Water their first song off that one? It's about uh, uh, the indigenous people of our land. And it was just kind of like, Which is, all right, new Dave album or new Dave single coming out or whatever on TRL. And it's like, uh, all right, <laughs> not as fun as the last. Okay, well, see what else is on the album, I guess. Well, they used uh, to play it before the real world. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Bobby Buds makes a decent point here for once. <laughs> he says, I think they joined the club with Rick and Morty, Fight Club, and uh, the Cubs. Where people think they suck just because of their fans. That's what Jared was saying too, and I think that is kind of the main takeaway. I, I that was one of the things I was thinking about a lot today when I was thinking about because it really is. There's no real other controversies with them other than the Chicago River. Like there's not like evidence of no. that. I mean, there's the Boyd Tinsley thing, but yeah. that's not. Yeah, Dave, but Dave yeah. Matthews himself tends to land on in good Seems spots, like a pretty and good he guy, yeah. was huge in the Obama campaign. I, I don't remember where he was in the Hillary campaign or whatever, but like, yeah, not big Sandler guest star. It's Is that big, right? Yeah. Wait, which one? A couple, oh, a few of the movies. Yeah, he was, in, um, uh, he was dates, in Mr. Deeds. Oh, no, 51st Dates is what I'm thinking. Yeah. He's in a couple of random, I think he's in a couple of them, but he's like, yeah, he's like a, he's part of the, uh, what is it, the Happy Madison verse, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. That makes total sense, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he fits right in that category where it's like Adam Sandler just had like a kind of a resurgence a little bit because his special 
Everybody's been raving about it's amazing. it. Yep. Hey, did you it. watch it? I am one of the people who's been raving about it. Yeah. All right. I need to watch it still. I was saving it for this weekend. I've heard it I'm from like 10 different people. Weekend. I'm still having a hard time believing it. Well, now I it's going to get it. too hyped up, but yeah. I, I thought it was It's amazing. very hyped up for me, but I am still going to enjoy it, I think. I Look, like fun stuff. If he goes back to like album era Adam Sandler, you know, what it feels like. that's funny shit. The, the thing is, like, Adam Sandler's one of the first comedians I ever saw in my life. Like, yeah. Billy Madison is one of the first things I ever saw that was a comedic thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and I remember my grandma was like, "Hey, we're gonna watch this funny movie," and I was like, "Where the fuck is the cartoon we were gonna watch?" Yeah. You fucking whore. <laughs> What's that? I, and then I slapped her around a little bit. We had a weird relationship, me and my grandma. Tough but, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but then no, but she put on Billy Madison. I was like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever oh, seen." Yeah. And I grew up loving him. Happy yeah. Go More. I loved him all the way through, like, Mr. Deeds. Big, I loved Big Daddy. But Click was probably the last thing that I really loved. So then I, when this came back around, I was like, yeah, of course we're all going to love it. Because it it's become that time now again yes. where it's okay to come back around on Adam Sandler. For sure. And I had seen people posting when they worked with it, or when they saw him live. Not worked with yeah. him. They saw him live. They were like, actually, he's it's really funny. But I'm like... It's funny how we have to be like, that's funny again. I don't know because we all hated him for so long. Well, now he's doing adult contemporary comedy <laughs> for us. Yeah, but anyway, um, let's read some more uh, Facebook comments here. Um, James Boyd writes, "I was the biggest diehard DMB fan in the mid late nineties. Obsessed, dozens of concerts, so much money. Haven't listened to them in years." Brett Arnold, uh, first time I saw. Umphreys McGee, uh, this is former guest Brett Arnold, who defended Umphreys McGee. Oh, man, he's, uh, he's a big Umphreys guy. Yes. Yes. Went to a show with him. There you go. It was a great time. Uh, first time I saw them was opening for DMB at Alpine in 06. They're a pretty great band with a bad rap because their fans are the worst. Excited to see them for the first time in years this month at Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. Yeah, those tickets are crazy And expensive. they're playing against the Knicks, which I think is really <laughs> Yeah, the, the new Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Big hit losing Boyd. He's in really good shape. <laughs> He's a 3 and D kind of guy. Uh, Will Carey writes, My impression is that it's not cool to like them, but they are great musicians. In high school, all of the mostly acoustic guitar players I knew loved them, and Crash Into Me was the song to learn to impress people. Definitely did that. I had a moment. You did? Oh, of course, yeah. That, that actually surprises me a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Did you Satellite? That's a tougher one. Yeah, I, like. I, I used to play Satellite, yeah. That's on the playlist, right? Yeah. Let's listen to that now. Dave and this Tim, is a live version Dave and Tim version. Dave and Tim is when you like, like Dave is the gateway drug, and then you get into the hard stuff, which is Dave and Tim. <laughs> it's just the two of them. That with was guitars. my freshman year of college. Was like, oh shit, Dave and Tim. <laughs> These are the greatest. It's like, it's like, who's Tim Reynolds? Like, he's this weird, squirrely-looking guy who uh, is really good at guitar, and I think was also like a heroin addict. Uh, and Tim Reynolds is also my friend from the story where he said, "Why are you getting squirrely?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've heard of. Eric and Tim, but Dave and Tim? <laughs> yes. And yeah, it's not said that way normally, but... Winter's <laughs> 
Cajun at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got such an interesting thing going on. That was on. a big thing. I feel like that was a thing kind of in the 90s was like weird. Like, cause like, I was convinced that like Billy Joe Armstrong was like British because of the way he like, because of the way he like yeah. sings in Green Sounds like a British name too, yeah. And yeah, I thought he was British for a long time. I was also really too. stupid when I was so a kid. Sense. I was like, mom, they don't swear on the CD. You can hear it on the radio where it just goes, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't understand that like they, like, you know, there was, it would be like a bleep. Because I think that must have been the first song I'd heard where it wasn't like a straight up like like a bleep. Like a it was like the, bleep, like the cut yeah. of the thing. And she was like, okay, sure, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was still allowed to buy it. It's fine. <laughs> the only album I wasn't allowed to buy was Marilyn Manson. Really? Guess what, guys? I bought it. Obviously, right? Not allowed to. And then I just had to hide it. That's another. We did an episode about him, too. Yeah. yeah. Tommy, did you ever have to hide an album? Oh, well, my parents, they wouldn't let me buy System of a Down steal this album. They said that's against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> They said we're a capitalist family. <laughs> I think I told this story, but I did buy a Grand Theft Auto game that I literally didn't have the system for just because I knew it was like nah. taboo and cool. That's so funny yeah. that you did the, just op- reading you the did, manual. Like, straight up the opposite of what I did, which is that my sister straight up burned Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP for me. And I saw the artwork on it. And also, my mom hated... I showed her Stan. No, yeah. Because I was like, this is so tight. And at that point in my life, (laughs) me and my mom had agreed on everything. (laughs) (laughs) This was the first break. So I was like, Mom, you're going to think this is no longer my son. And so I showed it to her, and she was like, this is for trash. (laughs) Oh, shit. She she was like, this is disgusting. I hate Eminem, and I hate Devin Sawa also. (laughs) Oh my god, that was Devin Sawa. Yep. Holy shit. I never put that together until now. Like post like our c- circa idle hands, idle hands Devin yeah. Sawa. Yeah. Idle hands kind of fun. I Slacker's much better, yep. Devin yeah. Sawa. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna um, say about oh, Stan? Uh do you guys know Mike Scollins? you guys know Mike Scollins? Is that something? No. He uh, he's Is a writer. Halloween he, name he for Mike Collins? Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh he <laughs> he writes on uh, Seth Myers, but he uh he's just like a you know, comedy guy. He I remember I went to a karaoke place and it was like a place where they had like the bar. It's like a weird place in the Lower East Side, and all of a sudden I look I'm like not paying attention to what's going on, I look over and he is doing a flawless stand. And oh, the entire wow. place is like, What is happening? Damn. Like do you do like, both every, do you do Dido too? Uh yes, I believe so. Oh you so. got it, yeah. yeah. That's the best part, probably. And then it, Dude, I just think it's fucked up that you don't answer fans. Like he just like got really into yeah. it, but it was just, like, but like under control, not like having a weird freak God, out or anything. So it's like good. that's like the, one of the best things I've seen. Very good. Um, Man, I sing. Uh, sorry to, I we're so off track right now, but I sang karaoke this past weekend. And uh, I took a big risk on a song that I do a lot. I do "Jewel, You Were Meant for yes. Me." It's the first time I've ever done it in front of my girlfriend. But I I took a big risk on a note <laughs> where. <laughs> I went real high, blew it, and I just had to sit in the shame of it Damn. for a second. But because I laughed it off, people were like, this guy's cool. But this then I bro. nailed it on the last one. I d- it's so hard. If you want to hear someone hit a high note, listen to this. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get it. It was a good risk. Tommy reached across the board and... <laughs> Was like Most of satellite would... is falsetto. I thought it was a good shot. <laughs> uh, by the way, some notes on uh, satellite. Uh, satellite. Um, this is from uh, Alicia05. Uh, I think it's about a girl who's very distant. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she has been burned in a relationship 
once, so she tries to distant distant herself from wow. others because she doesn't want it happening again. Winter's cold, spring erases, and the calm away by the storm is chasing. I think he's saying here that she should move on and that uh, he can help her. Everything good needs replacing. Look up, look down, all around. Hey, this part also supports NY theory. <laughs> Alicia, we know she's not in a relationship with a copy editor. <laughs> <laughs> Got her ass. He did write Winter's Cold before this global warming crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Famous anti-climate uh, <laughs> change activist. Yeah. Yes, indeed. This is Dave's twinkle, twinkle little star. Ugh. Ugh. Cool, man. <laughs> that's supposed <laughs> that's to make from that's supposed a to make, harm. Does that make you like it or something? I'm upset by that. I play uh, it for my son. <laughs> He's going to be so good at beer pong when he grows up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that if you do sing Dave into your like wife's stomach, he just like is really good at flip cup. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out wearing a visor. <laughs> Comes out wearing those flip flops that have a beer opener in the sole. <laughs> I think everything. I honestly do think every single thing should have a beer opener on it. <laughs> every part, like I, I want to, like make a robot that still has that in it, or like, like you know how we're gonna have chips in ourselves or whatever. I just yeah. want to install, like, I don't want plastic surgery for anything to make myself look better. I just want in my elbow. Did you say did you guys see either? You guys see upgrade? No. no. What is how that? Was it? It's awesome. It's okay. like it's like Venom, but good. Um, it's like a, a guy. Gets Sorry, like, you have to leave. This is a pro Venom <laughs> podcast. No, it's, but it's like it's like, it's this dude Logan Marshall Green who looks like Tom Hardy. Like it's like very weird, and it's about a guy who gets an AI implanted after he gets paralyzed. Yeah, and it like talks to him and like takes control of his body and stuff. So it's very weirdly similar to Venom, and they came out around the same time. But um, part of it is like there are guys that get mods and they have like a gun in their forearm. And the the barrel is like in their hand. Yeah, so yeah. So there's guys like loading their forearm. It's like so that would you could just be part of the upgrade thing. That actually just sounds get, like, pretty the, tight. Yeah. Really quick, my favorite line read of the year. Did you actually see Venom? Uh, yes. Uh, Michelle Williams saying sorry about Venom, like yeah. very sincerely, <laughs> as if Venom was Tom Hardy's like dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, she, like the last thing I saw her in was Manchester by the Sea, like yeah. the saddest movie ever. It's like, sure, why not? Now she's talking Venom. <laughs> Talking Venom. That's uh, <laughs> that's my new podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hardwick's big uh, second big comeback. Obviously, he's already back. It's fine. Um, let's see here. Uh, John Bilantini says, um, "I loved them until I went to college, and then as an eighteen-year-old ball punk, I did my best to never mention them again." Despite having their entire discography in my CD case, I relate to that really hard because. When I was like, when I was in college, I was very into them. Incubus. There was a couple bands at Lincoln Park. There was a couple. There was a lot where. Then I remember when I got uh, when I started having friends come over and like we were playing music or whatever on my iTunes. They were ripping apart my iTunes, and those are the type of bands on there. And I was like, "Whoa, that, those are my, you know, those are my sister's music or whatever." Like I just like lied or whatever. But I was like. Yeah, then that's around when you start pretending you're like, yeah, I never liked this. When it's like, it's not fair, it's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. I got hard into Radiohead, and I was like, that's like all I like. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. that might be the definitive alternative rock band. I don't know. I think they're more of a mm, regular rock band. Oh, so you're just gonna say disagree with anything? I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, no, that's cool. No, I agree. No, that's that's more. 
That's tough. I the only reason I said that alt rock thing is because on the station those stations mm-hmm. that I feel like I was listening to them. I agree that they're not alt rock because it's like what does alt mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, it really hits a weird spot. What you do is when when I did what I did in college was when people when I was where people might make fun of what I liked music wise, I just forced it on them by playing it at parties. So like you get that association of, Oh, this is fun. And then we, so we ended up making like a, an Edward 40 hands, like mix CD. And oh, it was yeah. like Rammstein, do host, of course, simple plan addicted. It's like, like stuff that I liked that had no real sort of business being on. And it was just like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, guess what? You're going to be hammered by the end of this and you're going to like it. So, oh yeah. Well, uh, I would yeah. do the same thing when you're designing a power hour where it was like, <laughs> you'd start out with all the hits, then you start sneaking in your weird shit. <laughs> it's like, is this fields of gold? What's happening? <laughs> just <now>? like sex. <laughs> <laughs> you start those normal Last one ones. hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, each one lasts one minute. <laughs> yeah. But by the 50th or 51st time we have sex, uh, you watch out, buddy. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do it to your buddies back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we should read Josh Cox's uh, comments here. Also, by the way, J.P. McDade writes, damn good show uh, live at Connecticut Rite of Passage. It's oh, yeah. crazy how many Connecticut people chimed in. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like a Connecticut thing, to be honest, because I knew so many Midwest people who were hardcore into it. Yeah, I guess it's just an. It's like yeah. a, a yeah. For me, it was like one of those things you get it's like just a, wherever white people are. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. like connect, but like Connecticut white is like a very particular strain of white where mm-hmm. it's like you get issued a few albums when you're like in high school. It's like the Steve Miller Band, seventy four to seventy eight greatest hits, that like everybody has. And then, like, one of the Daves, and you get, like, the Fire Dancer sticker on your, like, Jeep Cherokee, and that's, like, yeah. your deal. You, well, you, you didn't listen to Steve Miller Band, though, did you? No. Yeah. yeah. I, I, had to, I had to listen to Steve Miller Band as a kid. Yeah. Um, where it was, like, it, that was one where I was, like, I know that no one else I know is into this. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, it was, like, I, I definitely got it from someone else. So I didn't find it on my own, but it was, like, yeah. I, like I remember I wore that. I mean... Like Abracadabra is like corny as hell, but like all yeah. those songs, like Jungle Love is super fun. Yeah, I was at like a cool place this summer. I was at Surf Lodge in Montauk, and they were just like in between, like because they have bands that play, and they were playing just like Jungle the Love. Thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, I was Jungle at Love, Surf Lodge in Montauk. That's right. <laughs> I'm actually Colin Jost. Great. This my is actually this is yeah. the best. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we should read. Uh, he is my favorite writer. <laughs> uh, Melody Kamali wrote. Uh, Agreed, re the live shows being a Connecticut rite of passage, and also you legally had to have a quote as every aim away message, and you know uh, what I'm done. I'm hi- uh, what I'm done hiding this, uh, and she has on here. This is her um, her senior quote. It's been so long, but it seems like it was only yesterday. Ain't it funny how time slips away, Dave Matthews fan? <laughs> I had a grave digger. When you dig my grave, can you make it shallow so that I can feel the rain? <laughs> Mine was just, I am the proudest monkey that you've ever seen. Oh, God. <laughs> mine was, I forgot he had that. Mine was saxophone solo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, we didn't have. I don't think I had a senior quote. Mine was uh, from uh, "Boy in the Bubble," Paul Simon from Graceland. It was just those words. Boy. Just, yeah, that's it. 
These are the days of Miracle and Wonder. This is the something, something. I don't actually remember the song anymore. There was a big controversy. Very meaningful the, uh, for me, obviously. At the public school. I went to the Catholic school, but the public school, like in my town, basically, uh, a kid had slipped in a Hitler quote and not attri- and attributed it to Anonymous, and it got through to the yearbook. And that was Really? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty weird, because it's like, I'm Hitler. <laughs> Yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm Hitler. <laughs> Hitler's like a Pokemon. <laughs> you just can only say his own name. Yeah, he was Groot. <laughs> mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh shit! Casey James Salengo chimed in of Comedy Central fame, of friendship <laughs> fame, of. Uh, the good, the dad, and the ugly fame. Yes. Uh, he said, this was my first concert, and it was great. I was 17 and didn't drink or do drugs, but I was having so much fun and going so crazy dancing that some drunk old ladies came up and told my friends, be nice to him in the morning. Joke's on them, because they were never nice to me. Joke's on them. Great work, uh, buddy. Um, there was one that I was, uh, I definitely wanted to read. There's so many comments here. This is crazy. Uh, hard Polarizing to pick. Band. They, uh, let's see. Mayor Wiles loves them. Seen them several, several times. Love DMB. All right. We should hear Josh Cox. I'm not nearly the fan I used to be. I haven't even listened to the new album, but I don't know that I'll ever find another band that puts on a live show like they do. Set lists that change night to night. Songs with fluid lyrics um, and absolutely incredible drum solos. It's hard to get sick of following a band that is changing their act constantly. So Much to Say was one of the biggest mainstream LGBT hits of the 90s before anyone was speaking to gay issues. Dave brought mainstream attention to cow farts' effect on the environment. And also, I'm a douchebag, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This... Annoyed me that he said. Then, yeah, Josh goes off the rails here a little bit. He then goes on to say, They went to Wrigley Field and sang about the importance of cunnilingus, literally into the center of the fucktard fan base Venn diagram and advocated for being a generous lover. Josh, you're canceled. (laughs) (laughs) That's a word we don't need to hear on the podcast ever again. That's the tea. (laughs) Sis. What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that the, like, yeah, in the heart of Chicago, I don't think that you're... Um, what does he mean? Just, like, hike up your skirt? Does someone crash into me? What? What is the... What I know, is, I think that he literally went... I think he's saying, say, like, I don't know. There's no way... Fellas, you've got to... Uh, like, doing his work. up like, your skirt a little more. I heard what DJ Khaled said. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up that shirt a little more and give my lunch to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that song when I bleach in my ears so sexy. (laughs) When it got so sexual, it kind of I was like, "All right, yeah, tone it down a little bit, buddy." And then then he he gets like weirdly something. He's like, "Dirty rascal." It's like a rascal is a weird word. I was singing it. I'm the king of the cash code, y'all. Caskill. Caskill. King of the cats. Is it not Caskills? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a Henny Youngman reference, oddly enough. You're right. Dirty rascal. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Crashing to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I did always, it was like, a, I think it's like a classic misheard. It's not original to me, but I think uh, I did used to always hear it as hike up your skirt, little boy. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> talk you to Catholic a, talk to a, Yeah, talk to a therapist. <laughs> hike up that my the, hike up my vestments a little more. The knockoff seek treatment is talk to your therapist. <laughs> Guys, we're deep into this uh pod. We should listen, yeah, listen to, to uh, some more songs and then uh yeah. So we this this next song is all on the watchtower. And this is a live version you gave us at, I believe, Red Rocks? Yeah, this is, well, that's, I picked it because this is the first time I heard this version. This is, like, this is like their first. I was torn between this and uh, they do Long Black Veil on uh, Listener Supported, which I think came out in 99. But this was like, what is this? This is crazy. You know what I mean? Because it was, it's like 12 minutes long and it's like the whole. Um, and like I said, at the time I had not seen the band live, so it was news to me. We get the real screamy shit. Here it comes. Here it comes. They do a live cover of Cortez the Killer that's like real. I used to be really into that. That yeah. song is great. And then I was listening to another live version of it. And I'm having trouble remembering who it was. Shit, it's the same. It's a band that sounds a lot like Miles Mouse. <laughs> and they would hate to hear that I said that if they ever heard They sound like they're I'd... being uh, chased around with a hose. Fuck. I really love this band and I cannot think of the name of them. Um. They're similar to Miles Mouse Band. Um, but anyway, I realized, oh, anybody who does Cortez the Killer is going to kill it, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the funny thing about Dave when he's live, too, is that, like, because he does all this nonsense kind of scatting, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. If he, like, forgets the lyrics, he can just kind of fold it into the scatting. Like, there's, like, a live version of that song, Crush. Where yeah. He, where he, like, it's, like, the big, like, last sort of before, like, the fadeaway. And he's like... It's like yeah, he doesn't. Clearly, it fucked up. It's not another words. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You know what's crazy that I just looked at is that so obviously Bob Dylan wrote the original, but a lot of people know the Jimi Hendrix one is like the main one. Yeah, the Jimi Hendrix one came out six months after the Bob Dylan one. That's insane. Too soon. That's (laughs) way too soon. It got in there. Yeah, sounds like he just took it. (laughs) Right? Like like Bob Dylan, like like, spilled a soda on him somewhere. (laughs) Bob Dylan's like, like still working on the song, <laughs> yeah. kind of. <laughs> That's way too soon. Right? That's really That's funny. Hendrix is just standing there like... But then again, like it is funny. People still do that in country, where it's like, they'll just cover a song that's like a, a non-country song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, wait, that's also a song, but it's because the writer sometimes is not a, a, a musician. Or, a, yeah, Sorry, not a performer. Yeah, yeah. But then that's like, Bob Dylan was performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have heard it the first time, but like, fuck. Yeah. Some of that shit's ice cold. I always think of when I think of like different versions of songs. Um, they originally had Leanne Rhymes do How Do I Live Without You. I like the and that Leanne was, And that was going to be the, on the soundtrack oh, wow. for Con Air. And then they were like, 
not good enough, so they got Trisha Yearwood to do it instead. Yeah. And it's like pretty brutal. Just like, no, you don't really. No, it's not what we want. It's like, uh, 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 all right, well, uh, that is fucked up. I didn't good, know that. Not good enough for the we Nick should... Cage movie about the plane. Uh, the love <laughs> theme. How for the... dare you simplify it? To that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that to any movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, the movie about the prison, the guys that are like the jail innocent and they get out of jail, whatever. Look, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Con Air fan. Okay, I like Con Air. Um, Delahanty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just like the uh, the hair dryer company, Con Air. Yeah, I'm a fan of those guys. They do good work. Uh, let's let's hear another song here. Um, so that was live at Red Rocks. This is Crush, uh, which we have spoken about already. A great bass line. I always love this bass line. Yeah. Sitting alone in my car. Just like pretending I sound like a cool jazz club. This shit is jazz. <laughs> talks a lot about the earth's shape <laughs> he has a song um called dodo where he talks about i believe that's the song where he's like they used to think the earth was flat uh that wasn't that long or whatever i handle the lyrics and it, he hates kyrie irving <laughs> Yeah, it's like that third chorus in the lab where he's like, yep, there were no words in there. Even for you, that's obvious. That was the 90s, though, man. That's true. <laughs> you didn't they were need, all doing it. Yeah. You didn't need some more. You didn't need words. You had a feeling. <laughs> and back then, there was less words. Yeah. And just every record exec, I'm just imagining. Do you guys remember, you've seen Airheads, I assume? No? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Judd, uh, Judd Nelson from Airheads, that like shitty record exec. Yeah, guy. yeah. oh, it's hey, great. Guys, love one it. of the great first DVDs sound. I bought was <laughs> Airheads. I love that movie. That's just every exact, every band is pouring out their hearts. He's like, really great stuff, guys. <laughs> I love it. Just like, all right, well. <laughs> By the way, please pay uh, us. Uh, this is a song about spending all the hours of the night with a woman, never waiting it, never wanting it to end, and the feelings that come when you fall in love. Feeling like dancing, feeling like telling her everything that's on your mind, feeling like you don't know if you're right side up or upside down, feeling like driving till morning comes. It doesn't have to be a woman. It can be about love for anyone, like hosting a podcast with Tommy Mac. Oh. <laughs> Is this like a monologue from Delilah? What's going on here? 
there are a ton of comments on here. Great song. I think it's the first time that pulled me into the DM. The first song that pulled me into the DMB world. The song was written about Dave's girlfriend at the time, Ashley, which is now uh, his wife and the mother of his children. Famously, Ashley Madison. <laughs> Life short. <laughs> That'd be so funny to be named Ashley Madison and married. <laughs> what? I'm not cheating on you. I just, this is my website. <laughs> I'm just flirty. <laughs> Will Miles, past guest, uh, has a great Ashley Madison story. Oh, you get it. He, yeah. he had an account and, uh, that guy when he had an account on Ashley Madison. Yeah, but he was like a single dude. Yeah. And when they all got leaked, some guy tried to blackmail him for like ten thousand dollars. He's like, no, it doesn't bad. matter. Like I'm just a guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, that's fucked up that Will had an account on Ashley. Because that's like <laughs> you're like the guy who's like, yeah, cheat on your husband with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, look, I mean, if you're if you're or I'm gonna, yeah, that's fucked up. If this is from I forget where I read this. This is like a I don't know. It doesn't matter. But if if you're single and the girl's single, you got to be cooler than every other guy. But if you're single and the girl's with somebody, you got to be cooler than one guy. <laughs> I gotta That's give all a, it takes. All right, I got to give a shout out to Maya from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, she wrote, "I may very well be a big smooshy sap of a woman, but if a man ever said to me, lovely lady, let me drink you, please,' Ugh. and meant it." I would melt in a puddle of myself all well, over then he, the floor. Well, then he could drink you. Dave sure knows. <laughs> Dave sure knows how to song, write a song for a woman. I have a. I actually really, that I actually that love Dave. that song and fucking hate that lyric. So it's interesting how that. I have works. a theory that Dave wrote that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the acoustic version with Sir Tim Reynolds and Dave Matthews is definitely better. Uh, than with the full band. Say Sir Tim? Did he get knighted? It says Sir Tim. Must That's be some... very weird. Yeah. I think he's just like a guy from New England somewhere or, or, or Virginia. Maybe they or think New England is England. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, he must be by now, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good song. Uh, let's let's hear some more. Um, have we listened? To, we haven't listened to Two Step. No. Right? Nope. Right, let's listen to some Two Step. Two Step is my. Big example of the the Dave live track because just like this can just go this part here can just go on for like five minutes. And like every Dave story is like, oh man, it was sick. It was like started pouring rain, and then they just came out and did an encore. And it was two step, oh, and it was like seventeen minutes long. It was fucking sick. And this is this by the way. This is the uh, either yearbook or just aim profile. Celebrate we will. Oh, yeah. For a life is short but sweet for certain. Yes. I celebrate we will. Really. <laughs> you guys remember that as a thing? Game profiles? That was a lot of pressure. They have good stuff in there. In the aim profiles? Yeah. Yeah, that was the metal, uh, Melody Kamali thing I was reading. That was her aim profile. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like. That was like your, you had to like keep up like a sort of like a, I don't know. That was weird. It was like the first like oh social God. network in that sense, I guess. So when searching for this, it says for Reddit, it put Reddit popped up and it said Dave Matthews Band alternative rock uh, music on Reddit. This well, Reddit's never been wrong about anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
first time Reddit has ever had a questionable take. I also think anything alternative is the broadest term of all time. Except for I can't believe it's not butter. Butter alternative. <laughs> Just leaning into a sponsorship. Can you turn the music up? <laughs> <laughs> I did it without realizing that was a burn at first. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Just like with all your boys, like just arms on each other's shoulders getting ready for this part. Wait, wait. Oh, it is. Why? That. That's a big Dave move. The minor minor chords in the verse, major chords in the chorus is a big yeah. Dave classic move. Okay. Juice, yeah, says, I've been listening to DMB for two weeks, and I, oh, understand, <laughs> I understand what he is saying more than you, lifelong <laughs> fans. <laughs> Between this and ants marching, everyone is missing the most important part of the message. First of all, it's we climb on two by two. Tower (laughs) seven. First of all, it's we climb on two by two, as in a reference to Noah's Ark to symbolize everyone pairing up to continue the population. To me, this song is saying we cannot live forever, and all we can do is continue the population so we let other future generations experience this amazing adventure. It's a beautiful way to look at life and death, and it single-handedly made me accept death as only fair. <laughs> two weeks. Listen to two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is an 85-year-old man. I know. <laughs> I've lived a full life. It's like, this is the only like, thing. Listen up, assholes. I've listened to this for two weeks. And I, I saw- figured out the song that says, Celebrate We Will, for life is short but sweet for certain, is about how life is not long. And we should celebrate, okay? Listen up, <laughs> assholes. Look, I saw JFK get murdered. <laughs> I saw NASA go to space. Listening to two weeks of Dave Matthews. <laughs> During my time in Vietnam, nothing I bl- mattered. <laughs> I accept death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I lost my wife to polio. <laughs> my other wife to Ashley Madison. <laughs> oh, we Just a woman, not Ashley the website. Ma- we should start an Ashley Madison podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want to hear stories about people who have left theirs for Ashley Madison or who have been left for Ashley Madison accounts. Everyone under a pseudonym, because uh, people will get murdered over things like that. Yes. It's like, oh, right. People get mad about that stuff. The whole, uh, like that episode of Cheaters where the guy got stabbed. Classic. Dude, I used to watch Cheaters all the time. That one I... <laughs> I thought you it. said Cheers. I was like, that's a dark Cheers episode. <laughs> yeah, Norm's just like... That was the last hey. episode. You don't remember <laughs> Sam bleeding out at the bar? That's how it ended? By the way, I'm fucking Rhea Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> The first I, fuck on TV. <laughs> and where they named the actress instead of the character. <laughs> He's like, hey, my wife's dead. I killed her. She's been dead for months. I hate her. It's like, oh, cool, man. Guys, we have one last song to listen to. 
tonight. For podcast is short, but sweet for certain. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast taught me that all things must come to an end, <laughs> including our sweet, short lives. Uh, we must listen to Crash Into Me. Those lives. So I picked this because it has the key part at the end. So I'll skip towards the end. The, uh, I will be your Dixie Chicken if you be my Tennessee lamb. That's the worst a, part of the song. That's right. <laughs> but it's key It's key to the Dave uh, experience, the live Dave experience. I don't love that either. Girl, girl, scream. Girls love little feet. Those little feet references. And pandering. <laughs> I just think you remember that I was buying beer when this came on <laughs> at the at the show I went to. Yeah, I was like stuck in like the concourse getting beer, and I was like, "Well, that's a shame." <laughs> This song was written from the point of view from a boyfriend who wants his girlfriend back. In the song, he says, I watch you there through the window, which basically says that he's watching and looking at how beautiful hey. she is. Hey. One interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this song is about a voyeuristic man. Ah. Uh, it's like that Blink song from the end of uh, Dude Ranch. Which uh, one? It's like, and when the day ends, I'm sure she feels oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The lonely guy I am, I wait for her to change. Not really, really just two sides of a coin, this and this impression <laughs> to me. On, on the VH1 Storytellers, Matthews mentioned this song is written from a Peeping Tom's perspective. <laughs> Stevie a Nick. A little bit oh, of a creep. Oh, shit. <laughs> kind of a creep. <laughs> Stevie Nicks performed this song on a 2000, uh, 2008 that's episode. That's just a rumor. What's that? I said that's just a rumor. Ah, um, her version was later released as a single. Um, the line, the line tied up and twisted the way I'd like to be could be referred to her bathrobe. Um, or could be referring to her bathrobe. The way it's tied and twisted in the front, like how a man's arms would be crossed around her abdomen if you were holding her from behind. There's a lot of work going into this interpretation. Yeah. I just true. like to say Lady Bird. Remember that part? <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was nice. I knew that guy was not a good guy because yeah. he's like, I hate this fucking song. <laughs> I show forgot guy. about that part. Oh, Dave Matthews is a big part of Lady Bird. I remember I dated a girl who was really cool for a while. like, And I was shocked that this song came on and she was like, well, you do have to admit it's a beautiful song. Makes you sentimental. And I was like, that shocked me. I was like, I felt stupid for like, being cool ever I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. oh Dave Matthews band we all know but I was like I love this song <laughs> I like it. here's the thing so that's the end of this playlist I think you made a great playlist Patty. Oh, let's give a let's give a hand if you're driving right now put your <laughs> take your hands Patty, off the any wheel any final words before we uh, sum up yeah any final words sing for your supper this, Patty this, <laughs> this show is much like the uh, 
the life of a of a bee where you get to sting us <laughs> once with your with your fl- musical playlist and then we murder you That's of right. course my my final words or uh, the sexual life of a uh, a praying mantis yes. from the male perspective <laughs> yes and people say that women have it so hard. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Just a backdoor into weird men's rights stuff. Like, oh, yeah, sure. You're like relating to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say <laughs> that over time, the like, I think music has this ability um, because it's sort of shorter and more disposable in terms of like the way you kind of digest it in chunks. Yeah, like I've gotten. I don't have guilty pleasures with music. Like I've gotten over that. I got over that probably ten years ago. Where it's like, you know what? I'm not embarrassed about liking this because it's a, yeah. it's three and a half minutes long. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like it's fun. I'm like all music is is just making noise in a like sequence that pleases the ape ear. You know what I mean? It's not like there's some profound. You know what I mean? Like so I like stuff that's considered like cool probably, but I also like stuff that's not cool. And, yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, absolutely. I've accepted that, and that's 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 part of the whole like thing with Dave. You know, like Look, I would, I wouldn't play it at like a I wouldn't put it on. Well, I probably would as a bit, but I wouldn't like if I was I, like, trying to impress I somebody. I love put that it on. you're saying this right now because I, this is exactly how I feel. Where it's like, I think that I like a lot of stuff that is very good. Like I, I think a lot of stuff that is is great music, and I think stuff that people would think is like this is a cool, like a cool thing. I don't feel I I still like some Rune Five stuff. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> songs total. about Jane is not is look. Care. Yeah. And I used to be like, Songs About Jane is perfect. Now I go back and I'm like, it's not perfect. But I like a lot of it still. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed of that. Like, but I think if you if you say it how you just said it, where you're like, this is like, at the end of the day, we are all fucking monkeys or whatever. <laughs> and like, we're all going to go goo goo gaga over whatever <laughs> bullshit or whatever. Especially for the goo goo dolls. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's all about. But like yeah, I loved that song "Shallow" from uh, Stars Born. I really liked that, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's made for made. You're a songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, and a lot of Dave Matthews. I like. I under. I. It's funny because I kind of hit a wall today of being a little depressed to listen yeah. to this, where I was like listening to like Crash especially, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, this was made. For the masses, like this is made for, like, of course we all like this. It's like a pretty song about, yeah, whatever. And it's like the perfect middle ground, the Venn diagram of what we all love, where it's like it's sexual but also sweet and like, yeah, and also pleasing to the ear. It's like everything and like not so harshly dirty, but like just enough where when you're 16 or whatever, it's the perfect song to hear. Right. And it really bummed me out. And then I was like, hearing you say that, I was like, yeah, what are we doing? Of course. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay to like that. Yeah. Like, uh, have you guys ever seen that like thing with Pachelbel's canon? I forget the guy's name. There's like a comic with like the acoustic guitar. I don't know if he's really a comic, but it's like a, he played, I think it's like a, I forget where it is, but it was like a big thing. It was on like a, I remember I saw it on like College Humor. That's how long ago it was before like pre YouTube. But I'm sure it's on. It's like Rob something, but it's like shots he, fired at Eli Uden, who currently works for College Humor. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there was no YouTube to watch it on. Yeah, no, no. Um, but uh, he like he played like a million songs that just used the chord progression for Pachelbel's Canon. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, oh no, everything I like is these four chords. Like I feel yeah. like a complete idiot. But it's like, no, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like. The, the, over time, it's been proven that these four things in this order 
are pleasing to people, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's and, like I was I was writing a, a quick bit uh, about Monster Mash, and I realized, oh, that's the same chords as Last Kiss, and like all these other songs, <laughs> and it's like it's like all these songs are the same fucking chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only so um, many, right? Yeah. I mean, like you know. So we have to rate this playlist now. This is very difficult because I really like I I I realize like it's hard for me because I true I really enjoy Dave Matthews and the fucked up thing is you didn't even pick my favorite songs from Dave <laughs> Matthews. I still really I it was a pleasant time. I listened to it today. I we, I had a good time. It's it's not something I put on a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. I, there are songs that I get in the mood for, like like I said, forty one, and like uh, I really like the song Dodo. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of songs I love. Uh, that song Shotgun is very emotional. But I, even with these songs that I was like, yeah, they're just they're songs that are big from him. They're not even all the hits. He has so many goddamn hits. If you put Gray Street on here, I would have a great yeah. time. I yeah. That ten years. It's I love that song. That's a good one. I'm still gonna give this a fucking five point seven five out of wow. six. I really had a good yeah. time listening to it. I uh, I I realize you know maybe this is I truly pride. I, I don't want to pride myself on this, but I think of myself as not someone who's like mostly into like basic you know bitch shit. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I I have a good time listening to this. And maybe it's right up my fucking Bud Light loving ass alley. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's that I've come back around. You know what? If if I had listened to this playlist a year and a half ago, two years ago, I probably would have given it a lower score. But I think I've, I think my tastes have gotten simpler. Damn. <laughs> if, like not in a bad way, where it's like I still listen to new music all the time and better music probably. But I I can enjoy you know having a good time with this playlist. Life's hard, know. man. You just have, you know just in, you, sometimes you, you like what I had you a, like. I've had a stressful week, and I'm giving this a five point seven five. That's how you should preface yes. all of your reviews. Yes, I've had a stressful week. I could use this right now. <laughs> Today I played. Me and Tim played pig on our little this hoop right here. We have this like little oh, miniature yeah, yeah. hoop right here. We played pig on it and listened to this, and I had a good time. Oh I'm wow! Giving it a five point seven five. Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of six, which, uh, I feel like that just reflects how I've always felt about Dave. I've never disliked, uh, the music. I get the stuff about the fans sometimes. Uh, and I think that's what most of it is, but yeah, I think they're good musicians and you didn't pick any of the songs I really hate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you had, you could have picked songs we hated and sure. I would have given it a much lower score. I just, I just love all like the weird, like super studio, like bombastic stuff. And that's <laughs> yeah. it. It's like I love too much. I love so much to say. I love, yeah. That's and, uh, that. also clearly it's not about the Chicago River thing. What? It's not like Dave was. Oh, like, I forgot about the Chicago River. Dump the two shit stars. in the river. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to picture him giving like the direct order. Like, Did you so order that funny. Code Brown? <laughs> so what do you think? Wait, what city are we over right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I came up with something I want to do for the plug. So you guys start plugging. All right, um, we will be. Oh, by the way. Uh, we're doing plugs right now. Uh-huh. I should let you plug first because you're our guest. We've had we've had a great time with you on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks so fun. much for doing it. Oh, thanks for having me. That's what I wanted to say. By the way, thank you for doing it. Right. And by the way, what is your rating for this playlist? Uh, well, I mean, I I wouldn't give it a. I mean, I did like a survey. I, I probably didn't pick my favorites. I mean, I don't know. Crush is one of my favorites, and I've really come around on Crash a lot. Uh, Crash enemy since like I kind of was like 
dismissed it as like out of hand as like it's like you listen to it, it's like oh no this is like yeah a, there's a reason this was like a huge hit and i, I was you had like i really an anti-reaction i feel bad that i gave it such a high score <laughs> but <laughs> i want to preface with like i did i was coming into it uh I, I've had a I'm I've been stressed out. <laughs> this was very soothing to me this week. This is the way I'm going to be rating the playlist from now on. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be an element of where I'm coming from. So I I went five seven five. What do you say, my good man? Uh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna go too much in between <laughs> you guys. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny that I gave it the highest score. <laughs> Uh no, I listened to it on the way out here on the on the train. I mean, obviously I don't have to listen to it to know what it is, you know, but uh Yeah. It's uh yeah, it it takes me back to a to a time that was fun and uh, I'm not going back to Connecticut for Thanksgiving. I'm going to visit my parents who are in Florida now, so this is sort of my like little mental trip out to the uh out to the woods because I won't be going back there for a while. So, uh yeah, I don't know. That that's fair fine. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Uh all right. So, me and Tommy will be at the New York Comedy Festival this very Tuesday, November 6th, for we're doing a live stand by your band. We plugged it earlier. We really want you to come out. Uh, I haven't said this to Tommy yet, but we're going to tape it. Uh, I'm going to pay somebody to fucking tape this thing because it's going to be a good time, and we would love for you to be out there. Uh, we have huge comics on it. Definitely some of our favorite comics in New York City. It's going to be fucking crazy. I will also be at New York Comedy Club doing a 30-minute set of stand-up, which is a different thing. It's a completely different show. Uh, November 5th, it's part of New York Comedy Festival with Katie Hannigan. Uh, that is at 9.15, New York Comedy Club. Please come out. Uh, I'd love to have you out there, you know? Um, besides that, oh, I'm going to be doing my first set at the Comedy Cellar. Woo! Uh, I just got past the Comedy Cellar. That's part of what I've been stressed about. Uh, I'll be doing that uh, this very Sunday uh, on the 8.30 show at the Village Underground. So, hey, come out to that. But I'd lo- we'd love to see at these New York Comedy Festival shows because it, uh, it means a ton to us. I'll also be opening for Megan Gailey at the New York Comedy Festival November 8th. She's go doing an hour. See. So go see that. Megan, is that UCB? That is a UCB East. And Hell's also, uh, come up, I'll plug this again, but I'll be at Bloomington's own Comedy Attic with Megan Gailey. She records her album soon. That's right. Home of J. Jared. So hey, if you got a bone to pick with Jared, <laughs> come to those shows. Go see do it my Daily and do it. Yeah, knock on the green room door <laughs> during Tommy's set. Excuse me, sir. Jared will be in there. Uh, Patty, you want to play anything? Uh, I will not be at the New York Comedy Festival. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I might go to one of these shows. I'm not, perform- show. not performing at anything, but um. I uh I don't know I have a podcast uh called What a Time to Be Alive. Start Tom, with my episode. People Tommy say. has been on it. <laughs> Everyone uh, says that. If you want to check out the podcast? <laughs> uh, it's fun. We we got uh we got some uh we're doing some monthly kind of stand up showcases now in Stand Up New York. Um, the next one's going to be November twenty seventh. We haven't officially said that yet, so uh, breaking news. Also, former guest Eli Uden. That's true. Uh, and Cat Barbadoro uh, are the three of us that host the podcast. It's uh, a lot of fun. We're on iTunes and all that stuff. We have a Patreon, all that jazz. Um, I'm Patty Moe and all the stuff. Um, and uh, One of the best Twitter follows of all time. What a great Twitter the follow. Boy. And uh, <laughs> come to, uh, if you're in the city uh, on a Friday and you're looking for something to do, you want to go to a bar show, come to Karma Lounge. Yeah. Hell yeah. Through Street so First Avenue. <laughs> 8.30. It's a hookah bar. You can smoke in there. It's true. I've been meaning to, I gotta come back and shit, I want to get a cigar and smoke yeah, in man. there. Yeah, man. 
do it. Hell uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be there. Um, whatever. Guys, so. come to that New York Comedy Festival show. Live Stand By Your Band, Battle of Bands. You heard the lineup. We'll say it. We're tweeting about it, you know. Tommy Come Manuel. to our show November 6th. We'll do some bits and we'll do some riffs. You can see Rosebud and Corinne Fish. I would have rhymed more if I had out there. Sweet like Kenny, sour like Clark. <laughs> Gondelman and Zimmerman hit the mark and stand. By your band, <laughs> <Sour> Comedy <laughs> Fest, <laughs> and Union Hall. Yes, 10 p.m. Incredible. 10 p.m. <laughs> and a boy's dreams. I'm the king of the Brooklyn. You're the dirty. Uh, wait. Who else is on the show? I'm the dirty. Your fast don't crash into me. <laughs> uh, guys, seriously, hit us up uh, to come to that show. We would love to see you there. It's gonna be fun. Um, you can vote for your the winners of the bracket. It's a battle of bands. It's like a roast thing, you know. Um, we love you. Patreon.com slash stand by your band. You know what? Keep it crispy. (laughs) Bye. Bye.